for me, I was able to take the learnings of being disciplined, of being a disciple to a plan of action, establishing that plan of action, and then executing it in a very focused and thoughtful manner. Hello and welcome to The Daily Helping with Dr. Richard Schuster. Food for the brain, knowledge from the experts, tools to win at life. I'm your host, Dr. Richard. Whoever you are, wherever you're from, and whatever you do, this is the show that is going to help you become the best version of yourself. Each episode, you will hear from some of the most amazing, talented, and successful people on the planet who followed their passions and strive to help others. Join our movement to get a million people each day to commit acts of kindness for others. Together, we're going to make the world a better place. Are you ready? Because it's time for your daily helping. Welcome to this very special episode of the Daily Helping Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Richard, and I am so elated to bring you today's guest, John Lee Dumas, otherwise known by the masses as JLD, is the founder and host of EO Fire, a top-ranked daily podcast featuring interviews with today's most inspiring and successful entrepreneurs. JLD and EO Fire have been featured in Forbes, Time, and Inc. magazine, and he has interviewed quite a number of really remarkable people, including the likes of Tony Robbins, Seth Godin, Gary Vee, Barbara Corcoran, and Tim Ferriss. I was also privileged to be on this show, and I'm honored that in kind, JLD has taken time out of his day to share a little bit of his journey with all of you on the Daily Helping Podcast. So let's jump right into it. JLD, welcome to the show. And what I'd like to ask you, JLD, really appreciative of you coming on the show, is everybody's very familiar with you and your podcast, but I want to find out your story and how did John Lee Dumas become JLD? So take us back to your early years, what you did, and, and how those things influenced you to be doing what you're doing today. Yeah, well, my early years, you know, I grew up in the state of Maine. Um, I was a country boy. My town, Alfred, was the uh, the county of uh, the the capital of York County in southern Maine, and um, just a town of two thousand people. So you know, everybody knew each other. Grew up at a very um, comforting familial type environment and spent the first 18 years of my life there. And then I uh, headed off to college on an Army ROTC scholarship. So I went to college as a U.S. Army cadet, spent four years training there at Providence College in Rhode Island. And post-college, it was um, time for me to spend my military time. So I was an officer in the U.S. Army for eight years, four active, four in the reserves, did a 13-month tour of duty in Iraq. And um, post-military, I tried a few things that just didn't work out for me. I went to law school, dropped out after one semester, thank God. Um, went to corporate finance in uh, Boston with John Hancock and died a slow death in a cubicle. It just wasn't for me. Right. And then um, I said, hey, let's try commercial real estate. And just was something that I kind of uh, had some success and some failures in over the course of a few years. And you know, that, that was pretty much the first 32 years of my life. I was just really kind of trying to find success, really, but just finding struggles and um, unpassioned work. So how did you from there find your way to podcasting, which clearly is your passion? Well, 
I knew that I had to educate myself and I knew that I had to learn um, from other people who had become a success in business and finance and entrepreneurship. And so I started reading the books. I started listening to the audio books and that kind of got expensive. I mean, I was reading a lot of books. I was paying for a lot of audio books and I said, there's got to be a way to consume this great content or content like it for free. And so, you know, I started going to local libraries and that kind of got tedious to like have to check them out a book, uh, check them out and do this and do that. So I kind of started doing my own little personal search and that led me to the medium of podcasting where I started uh, um, listening to these great free on-demand targeted podcasts. And it just was a medium that I just instantly connected with. I instantly understood. I was like, this is a great way to consume content. And I don't feel like enough people know about it. I don't feel like enough people are doing it as hosts because there's just not enough content out there. Like for me, I wanted to find a show that was interviewing successful entrepreneurs seven days a week and that show didn't exist. So I said, that's crazy that show doesn't exist. How does that show not exist? Why not create that show? Why not fill that void? You know, so like Gandhi said, be the change that you want to see in the world. I decided to launch a daily podcast interviewing the world's most successful entrepreneurs seven days a week. And that turned into Entrepreneurs on Fire, which tomorrow celebrates its five-year anniversary. Awesome. Congratulations for sure. Thank you. Now, what, what I'm curious about, because... You know, anybody can say, hey, you know, I, I'm going to start a seven-day-a-week show and I'm going to interview the most famous people in the world who are in this particular space. How did you go about that initially? Because everybody knows who you are now, but nobody knew who you were then. So how were you able to bridge that? You know, one word was hustle. It was just getting out there and grinding it out and, you know, and finding the ways that was grinding it out the smart way. So, you know, one thing I recognized early on is that, hey, there's a lot of entrepreneurial conferences. There's a lot of small business, social media type conferences that are out there. So I would not go to the conference because that was expensive and time consuming, but I would go to the websites of that conference and I would click on the speakers tab and I would see the 20, the 50, the sometimes 150 speakers that were speaking at any given event. And I would then go to their contact me page on their own personal website and say, hey, Looks like you're doing a great talk, a great talk on this topic. Um, that's awesome. And if you're willing to fly to this, you know, city to speak at this conference in, in front of a couple hundred people, you know, how would you feel about um, coming on my podcast from the comfort of your own living room for 25 minutes? I have this show where I interview the world's most successful entrepreneurs, and I've identified you as one of the world's most successful entrepreneurs. So, do you want to come on and share your journey with my audience? And guess what? Slowly but surely, I got enough yeses to launch my show. How far into it did you realize this was it for you? This was the thing you were supposed to do and do better than anything else you've ever done? You know, it was really the second interview where I was like, wow, I love this. I love having conversations with successful entrepreneurs. I love kicking back and picking their brain and asking them questions and follow-ups and, and just really learning from them. And, and again, creating something that I wish was created, that I, th- that I really believe at my heart of hearts, at the core of who I am, needs to be created. And that was a daily podcast interviewing the world's most successful entrepreneurs. So by episode two, I knew it was something that I wanted to continue for the foreseeable future. Hey guys, Dr. Richard here. 
For the past seven years, I've been privileged to bring you incredible guests who are changing the world and can help you become the best version of yourself. I'm really excited to share with you a new quiz that I created based on my clinical training that will curate for you a custom list of my top episodes and actionable strategies to help you wherever you are on your journey. All you need to do is go to drrichardschuster.com to take it, and it's 100% free. You'll be taking the next step on the journey to unlocking the power of you, and I can't wait to see where you'll go. Outstanding. And and you certainly mentioned that you spent some time in the military. I'm curious, JLD, if any of your experiences from the military you've carried over into EO Fire. Discipline is one. I think discipline is something that a lot of entrepreneurs lack. You know, they've never understood what it means to be disciplined on a day-to-day basis, on a consistent basis. And that's something that's drilled into you as an officer at a very young age. And so for me, I was able to take the learnings of being disciplined, of being a disciple to a plan of action, establishing that plan of action, and then executing it in a very focused and thoughtful manner. I was able to bring that to the game from day one with my, uh, with my business, with my podcast, and it really set me apart, and it has allowed me to continue to find great success with my show and turn my business, Entrepreneurs on Fire, into a multi-million dollar a year business. I love that. And, and I'm also curious because after the military, you said you spent the semester in law school and you were in Boston and you were doing these things. Talk to us about how your failures helped shape you. So I think sh- uh, failures shape us in so many different ways and so many different shapes and forms. And for me, I wasn't great at learning from my mistakes when I was first um, an officer in the army. And then when I was um, in law school and corporate finance, I wasn't great at learning from my mistakes. But then when I started to educate myself and learning from other successful entrepreneurs, I was realizing that they were using their failures and their mistakes as ammunition to learn from and to propel themselves going forward in the future. And I thought that was absolutely this huge breakthrough so that when I structured my show, Entrepreneurs on Fire, it was with that focus of, hey, what is your worst entrepreneurial moment? I wanted to start there with that story. And to me, that was critical. And that's really what brought and continues to drive the success is the understanding that we're entrepreneurs, we're humans, we're going to fail, we're going to make mistakes. We need to learn from those mistakes and drive forward. And I've made so many mistakes over you know, the five years that I've been running Entrepreneurs on Fire, and I continue to make those mistakes. And we publish each and every one of those mistakes in our monthly income reports uh, that we publish on our website. But guess what? I learn from those mistakes now, and I use those mistakes to make me a stronger, better entrepreneur. And I, and I love what you said there because – you know, we all do make mistakes, but it's, as you said, it's learning from them that we grow. And many of us, certainly in our youth, could identify with what you said that, you know, we, we were slow learners and we didn't <laughs> really learn, learn from our mistakes. I certainly identify with that as well. But I'm curious, was there any one moment in particular or one mentor that came into your life that really like it all clicked once that moment happened? Yeah, but it was a mentor that I actually sought out. And so I recognized at a very young age that. You as an individual need to find the person who's currently where you want to be in life and then learn from that person. 
And that's a mentor. And you can learn from that person from afar, from up close, from somewhere in between. But you need to find a person who is currently where you want to be in life. Exactly, like specifically. And then you need to learn from that person. So for me, when I wanted to start my podcasting journey, I went and I found a successful business podcast host. Her name was Jamie Masters of The Eventual Millionaire. And guess what? She guided me. She took me along the path, helped me avoid the pitfalls that she fell in, helped me um, accelerate the learning curve where I would have you know, been stuck up or gotten a little you know, muddied. So that was a huge step for me was learning the value of finding the right mentor and investing in myself to learn directly from that mentor. So you had the mentor and, and Jamie Masters was influential and now EO Fire is one of the premier podcasts that's out there. As the show exists today and there are a lot of shows like it, what do you think sets EO Fire apart from some of the other entrepreneurial shows that are in the podcast space today? You know, one thing about Entrepreneurs on Fire, it's really stuck true to its form. And I, and I love, by the way, shows that evolve. And, and I think there's some great shows that have done that in a very meaningful and successful way. But with Entrepreneurs on Fire, like I really knew from day one what my listener, what my avatar, that perfect consumer of my podcast needed. He needed the journey of my guest. He needed to understand what their worst moment was so that we can learn from those worst moments and understand that it's okay to fail. He needed to start to hear what one of those great ideas was that my guest had, that that aha moment and how they turned that aha moment into success. And then the lightning round, right, is ask very important, hard-hitting, quick questions. My listeners want to know that when they see a guest name, that they know that guest is going to go on that journey that I take them through. So the fact that I've stuck to my guns and kept my format um, very structured and very and, and very similar to what it was from day one, I mean, it is almost eerie how similar episode 1801 is to episode one. Like there's, there's very, very few differences. I've tried a couple of things over the years here and there, but the core, the structure has stayed the same. And that has really been a huge reason why I think Entrepreneur on Fire is at 1800 uh, and continues to go forward and generates over 1.3 million listens every single month. I, I love it. And it, 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 the, you're, you're now... You're in your 30s or 40s, I don't recall. 30s. Okay, so you're in your 30s. So you could be doing this essentially for the rest of your life. Is that, is that where you see yourself you know, 30, 40 years from now? I don't project out even three years, so let alone 30 to 40 years, because the world changes so fast. You know, I mean, who knows what is going to be the next thing that could change everything in this world. So, you know, I just live in the moments. You know, I love having 100-day goals, which is why I created the Freedom Journal, and I'm always working on my next big goal. But I don't look too far ahead because I don't want to waste too much time, you know, planning for a future that may never come to reality. I love that. A lot of people, you know, have these 5, 10, 15-year plans, and you're right. So many things can change in our lives and in our worlds. That's such great advice. JLD, I, I know you're short on time today, and I'm so appreciative that you were to able to come on with us today. As you know, I ask all of my guests the biggest helping, and that is if there was one piece of information you want our listeners to walk away with, what would that be? If you want to be, do. It's a very simple phrase, but within simplicity lies brilliance. I wanted to be a podcaster, so guess what? I started a podcast, and I wasn't good at first, but I kept at it. So what is it that you want to be in this world? Do that thing. I love it. JLD, where can people find you? 
eofire.com is where all the magic happens. I have free courses for you, the entrepreneur, on podcasting, on webinars, on crowdfunding, on funnels, on goals. Free courses waiting for you at eofire.com. And of course, check out my daily podcast, Entrepreneurs on Fire. Fantastic. And for those of you who are either behind the wheel of a car or at the gym, no worries. We will have everything JLD at both thedailyhelping.com in the show notes and on the Daily Helping app. JLD, thank you so much for being on the show. It was awesome having a chance to interview you today. Thank you. And thanks to each and every one of you who tuned in to this episode of the podcast. If you like what you heard, please go out to iTunes and leave us a five-star review because this is what helps other people find the show. But most importantly, go out there today and do something nice for somebody else, even if you don't know who they are, and post it in your social media feeds using the hashtag MyDailyHelping because the happiest people are those that help others.